Thank you for joining me for another episode of I'd Rather Be Dead Than Dope Sick. Oh my goodness, I didn't realize it's been a while. What's the date today? 15, 10 days, over a week. Um, time is going by quickly. Uh, um, I've been writing, I, I just, yeah, I've been busting my booty. <laughs> um... I've just been cramming it. I'm on chapter 11 right now, and I have 12 chapters and a conclusion and an introduction that I have to write by, Lord willing, I'll be done by tomorrow, but um, by Sunday for sure, I need to be done. And um, so I can turn in my rough draft, and it's pretty rough. I mean, it's not, yeah, some parts, yeah, I need to go over the, the last three chapters because they're pretty rough, but um, one of my friends read one of my rough drafts, and she was like, oh my gosh, like, for a rough draft, it's good, she goes, my, because she's a writer, and she's like, my rough draft is, you know, she goes, I wish I rough drafted like that or whatever. But I'm like, I looked at it and I'm just, uh, I don't know. Anyways, um, because I only have 45,000 words that, um, max, it's kind of difficult for me because there's so much content and I don't want to write. I'm not very descriptive as far as people or places. I don't sit there and go, you know, they had brown hair and their eyes, green eyes. Or, you know, just like I, I'm not I'm not descriptive for, uh, what do you call it, appearance or I don't know what I'm trying to say. But, yeah, I'm, it's... Yeah, I, I I was doing that before when I wrote before be, because I took a writing class that said, you know, to to when you're writing. But it's more, I think, for fiction to write, you know, use all the five senses, you know. And um, yeah, but I had written um, my scene about when I got raped and... My mentor was like, I don't think that you need to go graphic <laughs> with, with with getting raped. You know, um, everybody doesn't need to feel what I felt when I was going through it. And I get that. Um, um, so, yeah, that's cool. And... Everything, I'm, uh, I need to get back to writing, but, um, I wanted to do this while Junior's gone. Um, I don't know. It's just, he's been very intense, which is, it's in a good way. Um, and like right now, he's been going to MacArthur Park and, um, he brings his, his, uh, cross he's got this little cross that he carries with him um from Jerusalem that our friend Amy gave him and um 
and anointing oil. And he goes down there and he prays and he anoints the park and he prays for people. And, um, he's had, uh, he, yeah, it was really awesome. He prayed with, um, his friend Shady, who I met, uh, knew from Skid Row, and then I recognized him by the methadone clinic, and um, I shared, I don't remember what I shared with him, but um, I must have shared about Junior, because he knew that Junior had been in the Dream Center, and um, Junior prayed for him, and um, yeah, and Shady was just really amazed that Junior didn't smoke cigarettes, he didn't, he had no desire to use at all, and, um, yeah, so it was really cool, and, um, so that's been his little, um, his little outing, um, almost every day, and I'm so happy for him, I had, I guess, prophesied, I had, um, last year, or no, the year before, actually, I felt like I had a word that, that he had a John the Baptist anointing, and, um, just, he's, yeah, and it was really awesome, because yesterday, um, my writing class, Teresa Yancey was teaching it, and she was talking about, um, she talked about John the Baptist and how he was God's messenger and how, um, and prophetically locusts are, you know, symbolize the enemy because, uh, locusts devour everything. They kill everything. They just, you know, um, destroy and John the Baptist ate locusts and honey. And honey's the word of symbolizes the word of God and it was just really awesome. Um uh um oh um John the Baptist lived um from his heart, not from his head. Um uh, like he was beheaded, but, um, yeah, he, he didn't, he didn't live by, by what, like, by, oh, she said it much better, I shouldn't even try, um, but just that he lived from his heart, and he listened to the word of God, and he was obedient, and, and I see Junior as that, I mean, I don't even know, like, now I see that, I didn't even know, like, well, it's, 2021 when I first started talking to him again um I I heard that and I was like well I don't know what that means because like I didn't see him as that <laughs> back then but um yeah we have been really pressing in I mean I've been do writing the book but he has been in the word of God just like he's read Live Unoffendable again. He's reading Battlefield of the Mind. He's 
just studies the Bible. Like, I'm not kidding. For hours. He's in the Word. And, um, and we set up an, an appointment, which is so awesome. Um, Matt Grossman, who is has a ministry called... Oh, darn it. I forgot. Re... Let me look at it. Uh, if I can find it. Shoot. I might have deleted it already. Um, he's got a ministry. He has a deliverance ministry. Anyways, um, I had told him about Junior and... Um, asked him for help and um, he called me last week and said that um, we could set up an appointment for him and and uh, so yeah we're excited um, he uh, junior has I think it's given him some relief, but at the same time, like, the voices are have been really ruthless. But, um, yeah, and he acted up Sunday. It was crazy because, okay, so in the morning before church, I asked him, is, is it okay if we listen to something before church? Because I always like to listen to stuff, like, while I'm putting on my makeup, getting ready. And he goes, yeah. And I goes, do you care what? And he goes, no, whatever. So I saw this one uh, pastor, Tracy Armstrong, who's on fire and glory a lot. And he's awesome and anointed. And I was like, oh, this looks awesome because it was like the power over demons. So I put it on, and as soon as I put it on, Junior, I could feel the shift in the atmosphere. And I knew that those demons did not want him to watch that. And he got restless, and then he went out. He's like, I'm going to go outside. And he went outside and then came back, and then I could sense, but he was really trying to keep it together. And then um, I go, hey, you know, um, maybe we can listen to this later. I go, I really feel like God wants you to listen to it. And he was like, yeah, whatever. So then we went to church. Then um, the spirit of offense was like in the air. <laughs> it was funny because I knew there was something there. And it's funny because my friend Charlotte, she was, she sensed something off of him, off Junior. But, um, something was off, but whatever, you know. And then after church, one of my friends, she came back from Europe, I think. She had all these candy bars. So she's like, hey, Lori, she goes, I want to give you a candy bar. I got one for everybody. And, um, so we're talking, I'm like, oh, so I, I don't know what we're saying. And then she like pulled them out and then I'm like, oh, wow, like. There was a lot of them. I'm like, oh, I don't know what I want. And then Junior goes, if you don't want it, I'll take it. And he just came and grabbed one. And I was like, uh, hello. I didn't say I didn't want one. But I didn't say that. I just was like, and then my friend's like, oh, I guess you guys will share. <laughs> and so, 
And it's like so petty. I didn't even care about the candy bar. And it was just, I didn't like the way he jumped in front of me. I I think it was just because it was like a childish thing, you know. And um, and then I'm like, well, which one did you get? And he's like, yeah. And he like put it in his pocket and he's like, it's mine. And I'm just like, oh my God. So I just let it go. But I, or I thought I did, I could tell I had a little bit of offense. So then... We're walking out, and there's just things that were, it was like they were serving lunch outside. I thought it would be nice to get lunch. And then since um, uh, my our ride, she had already gone out ahead of us, and I saw that she had gotten lunch, and I was like, well, I want to see what the lunch is. And Junior's like, no, we don't need a lunch. <laughs> I'm like, well, uh, and he goes, come on, let's just go. So we walk all the way upstairs to the parking lot. And then my friend, she's like, she's like, oh my gosh, this is so good. You guys need to go get some. She goes, we'll wait, you know. So she's like, go, go, go. So, so we decided to go. And by the time we got downstairs, the line was around the block. And so I was just like, oh, well, forget it. So, and, but it was like, these are things that would normally never even bother me. But because I allowed a little bit of offense, I opened up a door and then everything started to irritate me. By the time we got home, I was irritated and I didn't like, I was like, what is going on? So I sat there and I prayed and I'm like, I need to just nip this in the bud. And so I was like, what am I going to say, God? How do I go about this? Like, and, um, and I think I might've been, I can't remember how, I mean, I know I was a little snappy, or a little, a little bit of an, I, I can't remember what I did or said. What did I, I might not have even said anything. It was just the underlying, like, irritation. Um, or if I made a sarcastic remark, I don't know what. But anyways, so um, the Lord told me to apologize if I had any kind of attitude or anything um, because I was offended and I might have come off wrong. And so I did. And then Junior's like, oh, he goes, oh, I didn't, I didn't notice anything. He was like, I kind of felt something, but I wasn't sure. And he, but he actually misunderstood. He thought I told my friend I didn't want a candy bar. And that's why he did that which was fine, you know, but it just showed me how a little bit of miscommunication can cause a big thing when it should be nothing, like something so petty and small. So that was interesting, but he still had some kind of offense because uh, he hadn't let it go. And by the evening time, we were watching, we were eating it and watching worship and it was Brandon Lake and he had like I didn't have my glasses or my contacts so I couldn't really see well 
and his head was shaved on the sides, but I think he had braids. I don't know. And, um, but I like his voice and I was like, is that Brandon Lake? Cause I don't really know what he looks like. I mean, I just know certain songs he sings and then Junior's like, yeah. And I go, oh, okay. And then the next song it came on, the guy had curly long hair and looked like a completely different person, but sounded like Brandon Lake. And so I was like, is that Brandon Lake again? And he goes, yes, Laurie. <laughs> he was like so annoyed. Later he told me like, you know, since I had been with white boys or I don't know, like, or any guys, like, he hears voices and he gets mad or whatever, jealous or whatever it is. And he was like, just, he's like, I go, what is going on? I just asked if that, you know, I was just, what, what's going on? He's, he's like, nothing. And, and then he starts cussing, effing this, effing that. And then he, and I'm like, what is wrong? What? And he goes, you shouldn't be surprised. I've got effing demons. <laughs> okay. And I go, well, that's not an excuse. You need to take authority and tell them to shut up in the name of Jesus. And um, he was like effing this, effing that, da, 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 da. And then went in the bathroom and I was like, whatever. So I just um, came out and started, I mean, just got on the computer and started writing. And... Um, took about 10 minutes and he came out and he asked me for forgiveness and said he was really sorry and he's like I'm sorry for my behavior and he goes I'm sick of these demons I want them to leave and I'm like good they're going they're going um but I again I think he still has some um I don't know, some generational stuff, some altars. And I really prefer to have, well, and I, if God told me to do deliverance on him, I would because I know that God would tell me exactly what to do and how to go about it. And what to, but I haven't felt led to do it. I, f I feel strongly that um, Matt and and then Junior said if, if, stuff doesn't if everything is not gone that he wants to contact Bob Larson so um uh but I felt when from months ago that for some reason I think that Matt's yeah I don't know so we'll see and um uh I believe it's going to be really good um so, yeah, um, but I need to get back to writing, but I at least wanted to go on here for a minute. Um, what have we been doing? We didn't go, we didn't go to Skid Row last Saturday because, oh, because I had to wait for AT&T, um, because, yeah, and it's crazy. Every time, like, I've been, it's well, it's the internet stopped working um, completely, and so I had to call AT&T, then they ended up coming, and then it, I was 
here all day. It was like 12 hours I wrote. Um, so it went well, but the, the guy that came, he wasn't able to, to fix it. And then, so the next day the guy came, it was like Friday and then Saturday. And then, um, but I've still had issues and it's crazy because the issues happen when I have my writing class. <laughs> so I think it's spiritual, but whatever. Um, I'm almost I'm almost done with my draft, so, but I've got three more things to do. Well, I've just got to, I've got to, I've got to go through everything, but, and finish. I've started finishing chapter 11, and then I want to do 12, and so, yeah, I need to get off of here, but I at least wanted to touch in, touch in, touch base, and, um, and yeah, uh, please keep us in prayer if, if, yeah, um, so that, yeah, oh, RSVP, okay, um, anyways, uh, okay, thank you for listening, <laughs> um, God bless.